Okay, 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 but. But. Hear me out. If Mobius is a variant, are you telling me that in the multiverse, Lightning McQueen could be a variant of Mobius? I'm just saying. Thus connecting the Cars universe to the MCU? I'm just saying. Hello and welcome to the Nerdiest Podcast, if GameStop employees forgot to take their Adderall, also known as where nerds talk about nerdy things. I'm here with Nick. Hello. Um, my Nexus event was staying up until 3 a.m. to a- obtain the Skyward Sword Joy-Cons because I can't let Nintendo stay out of my wallet. My Nexus... Is this, is this the next TikTok thing? It's like, my Nexus event was... <laughs> No, this most definitely is the next TikTok trend where it's like, my Nexus level event was caring about the environment too much. Ugh. Isn't that, uh, what would it, what was the thing? It was very similar. It was like, this is my 13th reason. That was, that was I'm, a thing. You <laughs> see, my thing is like, what is the podcast's Nexus event? Um, changing the logo. Oof, like, if we oof. ever change the logo again, that's our Nexus event where they're like, ah, nope. Nope, no, no that's more. True. None of that. Nope. Yeah. It just started pouring rain, so uh, the vibes are immaculate. Oh boy, it's so. completely sunny here, but I also have really bad allergies, so if I sound congested in this episode, that's why. But, hey, you know who's not congested? Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, g- talk about that segue. Everyone, come on, we're going to Italy so we can segue into... Our episode about Loki. Cue the Loki no. theme. So, uh... Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we talk about our main topic here, I just want to give a quick shout-out uh, to our social medias. If yes, you like sir. what we do here, you can follow us on Instagram at the Nerdiest Podcast and on Twitter at Nerdiest Podcast. Uh, check it out. And Indeed. now Indeed. we can now we can move on. And now we can we move can on. Take our Italian segues into dare I say uh, I don't want to say it's better than a WandaVision, but it's like it's it's up there. All right. So and it, this has come up multiple times. WandaVision super fan here. It's my favorite show of all time and it's still my favorite show. Loki is better. I will admit that it's not my favorite show of all time, but it's better. There is a difference. We need to learn the difference between your favorite and the best. I think Loki is the best Marvel show. WandaVision is my favorite Marvel show. There. I said it. I'm very interested to hear why you think that. Mm-hmm. Because I'm I'm kind of the opposite. Like, really? I don't think Loki's bad. But I still think, objectively, WandaVision is better. Really? And you know what? Maybe by the time we get to the end of this episode, you'll have changed my mind. Yeah. Or maybe uh, you'll have changed it is my a possibility. mind. I don't know. But, uh, I, you know, general thoughts. Like, you just wrapped up. There was only six episodes. I say only. If we compare, like, what we got compared to if it was just a movie, we got about, like, five times more than we originally would have gotten. So, like, chill. Like, six episodes was enough. Uh, general thoughts on the show. What do you think? Go. So, general thoughts on the show. 
what I'll say is it was a lot better than I expected. Mm -hmm. Like, my initial thoughts were like, oh, it's a show about Loki. Uh, It's not going to be that great. And I know you and I both talked about it a little earlier on this year. And we were like really putting it down as like, oh, it's just going to be a show for all the Loki fangirls. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually really excited to say that it, took my expectations of that and just completely threw them out the window in a good way and I wasn't like I wasn't on the Loki hype train until I went home on my summer break for the 4th of July and we got some family friends over mm-hmm. and they asked have you watched Loki and I was like no I haven't really been following it at all I've seen a couple memes here and there and they were like upstairs to the to the TV we're going to watch Loki right now and we all watched uh, the four episodes of Loki. And then four. I watched the wow. fifth and sixth one on my own. Um, well, not all at once. We watched yeah. like two okay. and then two. So, but yes, just general thoughts on the show. A lot better than I was expecting. And I'm really interested to see where they go in season two. Yeah, no, they got a season two. That's crazy. The first Marvel show we've seen to get a season two. And And I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's the first Disney Plus show to get a season two outside of The Mandalorian. Outside of The Mandalorian? Uh, High School Musical, The Musical, The Series. I literally keep forgetting that show exists. Because it's trash. I don't know. I can't say that. Oh, no. Megan's been watching it, and even Megan thinks it's not that great. Why why would you say even she... That's so rude. (laughs) Even Megan. Well, thinks that I it's mean, bad. <laughs> well, no, that's not. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, as someone who watches the show, she doesn't think it's that great. Okay, sure. Yeah, it's. Uh... Don't make me look bad. She <laughs> listens to the podcast. Yeah, Jackson. but she, does she listen to this? She's not going to watch Loki. Maybe she needs something to listen to on her way to work. Oh like, no. Anyway, maybe we're all she's got. <laughs> General. Oh no, that's so sad. Anyway, general thoughts about Loki. I I kind of agree. I literally had a conversation with someone once uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier ended. They were like, yeah, time to get excited for Loki. And I said, I, I said, quote, I could not care less about Loki. I just want to see Owen Wilson. And the first episode, I watched it and was instantly entranced in this world of retro 70s but it's current but it's like outside of time and i was like instantly invested and something that i noticed right off the bat and if you rewatch any episode you notice this and so everything is center framed the framing of almost every shot is consistently the subject is right in the center and i've never seen another show do that so it looked different than anything marvel had ever done And that was part of the reason that it intrigued me was it wasn't directly Marvel. And that's what I liked about WandaVision. And like, that's kind of part of the reason I didn't like Falcon and Winter Soldier was it was like just another Marvel clone. So Loki looked different. The color, the color grade was incredible. I'll say that's such a geeky thing to say, but like the, uh, the color grade was incredible. Uh, it, like story wise, I was grab I was grabbed from like episode two. Uh, 
the first episode is really good, but I wasn't fully grabbed to episode two. There was in episode two, there's when the music really like kicks in and like I was such a big fan of the music. The theme is a bop. Owen Wilson is incredible. He's an incredible addition to the MCU. I hope to see more of him in season two. I thought overall, like, it was just a really enjoyable show to watch. Everything really came together. I thought, like, the characters, we dug deep into a side of Loki we never saw. He was, like, the air quote good guy for the first time, but he was never really, like, the good guy. So, I don't know. I thought it was very creative. It handled very well. I have a, a couple little problems with it. Like, there are times that I felt like it was moving too fast and I was like, well, okay, well, slow down a little. I'm like, I couldn't really understand some of it and especially with like the time stuff. But other than that, like I really, I really enjoyed the show so far. Time travel in Loki makes more sense than time travel in Endgame. That is straight facts. Like, which is interesting because Loki almost brings a more complex side to, cause like my main question when watching it was like, so, if they, like, prune an entire timeline, does that prune everything from that timeline or just that thing? And, like, I was really trying to figure out um, how that worked and, like, how the pruning worked. Yeah. And not gonna lie, I know this is, like, spoilers and jumping way ahead, mm-hmm. but when Loki got pruned, I was really worried about how they were going to handle, because mm-hmm. I knew he wasn't really gone. Like, no, it's not going to happen. It's Marvel. Come so, on. No one's ever really dead in Marvel. Like, there's some back, exactly. back door to how they come back. Like, there's always something. Oh, you think they introduced the multiverse to not bring back, like, Tony Stark? Please. Or a Tony Stark-esque character? I mean, come on now. So, I was I was always trying to figure that out, and I was really worried that they were going to do him not being alive wrong. So, and I was also worried, because I know on Instagram, the day the finale came out, you sent me a post that was like, Loki renewed for season two. Mm-hmm. And immediately in my mind, that was like, so do they not find the big bad they were looking for this whole season? Mm-hmm. Because there's a season two and they have to carry that out. And I went in and I went into the finale like, oh, is that gonna be like, what they did? Oh. And no, they I I have thoughts on the finale that I will get to mm-hmm. in a little bit. But you know, yeah, it is just I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. It's a really interesting. It was really interesting take plot. It was an interesting plot. What makes you say Wandavision was better, like objectively? I think, objectively, WandaVision had a better story. Because it really dug into Wanda's, like, PTSD and her grief and sadness of not having vision. And her, like, basically just making this fake world Mm -hmm. to get what she wants. And Loki is like, ah, well, I was a bad person and I only exist to cause pain. But I don't want to cause pain anymore. So... It was kind of like it, mm-hmm. and I Loki's wasn't really a hooked into Loki until the second episode. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't really hooked until the second episode because the first episode gave me like almost a Wreck It Ralph vibe, where Loki was like, <laughs> "I was the villain, but I don't want to be the what? villain anymore." And then in episode two, they start going a lot deeper into that, and I'm like, you know what? This works. It's, it's I like, like it. I'm I am bad. And that is good. I will never be good. And that's not bad. 
there's no one I'd rather be than me. Than me. <laughs> That's such a good correlation. I never thought of that. Oh it, it just kind of sh- it just kind of popped up. I what love that I so much. Uh, do you have a? I mean, I, I see. I see what you're saying. Uh, Loki's story is a little simpler. It's not. It they don't. They didn't dig as deep because like there wasn't a reason to. And like maybe they'll dig deeper in season two. But I see what you're saying, and I will say I cried at the end of WandaVision, and I never really cried in Loki. Like I never felt I never felt deep emotion in Loki. It was there was like excitement, and there was like I was on the edge of my seat, especially during like the finale. But I see what you're saying, and I think I think uh, it's hard because they're so different. Like I can't. Uh, I think WandaVision was a little more was more creative, but it's also like I don't know if they'll ever be able to top the creativity. But also just like the insane trippy existential Loki different timelines with Lightning McQueen is like absolutely insane. So I think they're both great and it's hard to compare them directing wise. I think Loki was better, but it was also more consistent. So like WandaVision was directed incredibly but it was different every episode so like you couldn't really see how you know there was it's just so different and they're both incredible but do you have a favorite episode of loki and do you have a least favorite so two things before i before i go into that because i thought of these while you were talking one another reason i think wandavision is objectively better is because there was more mystery in where the story was going Loki tried to do that mystery of, like, who are the timekeepers? Who's really behind all of this? Mm-hmm. But it was... I don't want to say it was hard to sift through the mystery, but it wasn't, like, a WandaVision, like, who's really behind this? Wanda can't be doing this. Yeah. This is all, like, fake. What's with the people watching them from outside the bubble? And it was, like, all of this fan theory and speculation. That's and true. also, I usually don't say this kind of thing, but you know what? MCU fans, I'm proud of you. You've what? really toned it back in um, theorizing on what's going to happen okay, in these shows. Okay, I, I agree. I agree. WandaVision was the first, and everybody's like super excited. Mephisto, Quicksilver, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And like you build up all these expectations, like Doctor Strange going to be in here? And then it was like a no, and everyone was like, oh, okay, we won't theorize that hard anymore. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? Good for you. Good for Star you. Wars fans don't have that kind of commitment. Star Wars um, fans and Nintendo fans need to learn. They need to learn. Nintendo <laughs> fans aren't ever going to learn. It's not going to happen. Um, and my second thing was another, and I don't want to say this is kind of like, well, actually, no, I am going to say this is a negative, or at least to me it's a negative. Oh. <laughs> In Loki, they start out with 2012 Loki who hasn't gone through all of the character development that, you know, sacred timeline Loki went through in, like, the other two Thor movies and Infinity War and, like, all of that. And because he didn't have... Because he hadn't gone through that character development, it felt like they rushed him to meet the same point. Okay. In those first two episodes, they really rushed him into having that completed arc... Yeah, so that he could because... be that same kind of like good guy for the rest of the series. I understand. I understand. That makes sense. And it was it's in that sense that it could have benefited from a couple more episodes, but also like it's not over. 
So like season two, maybe like we'll get a little more better, maybe better pacing. But that's that's the best way I can describe it is it suffers from some like minor, like bad pacing. Um, yeah. And they tried to like justify rushing his character mm-hmm. arc by having him see everything that he was going to do. Yeah. But it felt but more different. like a, hey, if you haven't, like, if you're not caught up on the MCU, here's a rundown yeah. of, you know, here's Loki what recap. Loki did and didn't do. Yeah. Yeah. And I, in the, on the point of a mis- of mystery, WandaVision's mystery was better. I agree on that. Because uh, the first two or three episodes of WandaVision came out and everyone said, what the frick is this show? what like what are they doing are they just doing sitcoms like is this even canon and then it like slowly like became canon which i loved but apparently a ton of people hated so i think maybe like the response of people saying that they were bored with the first few episodes of wandavision were maybe like oh we need to give them a little more to chew on that may have been what happened with Loki, but also like these shows are made so far in advance, I don't think they even could have written Loki based on the response of WandaVision. So like nope. I don't I don't know. Like I just don't I don't know. I think they were just like completely separate projects with different pacing, different like creators and stuff, so they're just they're just different. Um Yeah. So are we are we ready to talk about favorite episodes? Yes, to loop back around to your to your question. I think my favorite episode is episode three. Really? Where they're actually let me I have it pulled up. I'm trying to think. It's either episode three where Loki and Sylvie are on Lamentus, or it's episode four. I actually you know what? No, I think it is episode four. Because one of my high points, and I'm sure we'll talk about this in a little bit, uh, one of my high points of the show was the relationship between Loki and Sylvie, Mm -hmm. and they really went into that more in episode four, because obviously you had to have episode three to kind of, like, have them familiarize each other. So, yeah, I think episode four was my favorite and my least favorite. Probably episode one. It was an okay starting point. It wasn't super memorable, um, yeah, it wasn't until the second so, episode that it really like grabs. Yeah, I don't. I barely remember you? the first episode. Um, my favorite episode. Ah, uh, it's low uh, low key. <laughs> it's low key episode five because all the variants are so dope. Like like alligator Loki. Heck yeah. But not just that, but like the the setting is incredible and what it does for his character is crazy. And really, like we we never have experienced anything like this in Marvel. Like the multiverse has always been something talked about. But this is the first time like everyone in that room was the same person from different timelines. And that's insane to me. And it really showed how, I guess, evil, air quote, evil the TVA was because everyone there was essentially just like banished to that hell. So like, it really deepened the TVA and kind of gave me a perspective on how to feel about the organization as a whole. And I really felt like this is where Tom Hiddleston shined, where he really like his interactions with the other Lokis were just pure art. 
uh, Mobius driving through the storm, that final shot paralleling the Wizard of Oz where they're staring at the Green Kingdom, and then it ends and you're like, oh my gosh, I gotta watch that finale. So episode five is my favorite. Honestly, least favorite, episode three. I hated it. You didn't like their you didn't like Loki and Sylvie's adventure through okay. the rock planet hate, that was slowly exploding. Hate is a strong word. I felt like it was I and it was episode three. I knew they were gonna make it somehow. Like some like I, I, I felt like there was no tension and like this is when Sylvie was really, like really introduced and I was I was kind of on the fence about her at first because mainly because I didn't like her actress at first. I felt like Tom Hiddleston was like outshining her, but then as they dug more into the character, she's I like grew onto her like right after that episode, and it really turned more into like a dislike for the episode than for the actor. But um, yeah, I, I wasn't boring. a super huge fan of her of Sylvia's actress either. Like when I first saw her, I was like, "Man, that's the yeah. best you could do." could have done better but okay mm-hmm. i guess like Emma and then Stone, as they started like building Emma her Stone. out i was like okay i you know what yes i like her yeah i like her she's she, cool she slowly turned into one of my favorites and like so it just like episode three was just a little rocky where they were like trying to like introduce her but there it was just kind of like the plot was convenient to where they could showcase her abilities and i was like all right this is very very like convenient is what i'll say so I also just thought it was boring. I think TV shows need to learn that taking a character and making them do a side mission for literally one episode is boring. Stranger Things did the same thing in season two, and I hate that episode too. So stop cutting single characters off from a group and making them go on a single adventure that goes for one episode. I don't like that. Episode three, least favorite. Fair. Episode five, my favorite. Episode two is pretty dope. That futuristic supermarket scene. Chef's kiss. Absolutely incredible. Okay. 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 I don't want to ruin your, um, I don't want to ruin your love of the futuristic supermarket, but I was watching it. Right. And I looked in the background on the shelves, um, when they're like walking through like the electronic section and then it said (laughs) gaming and like, just for fun, I looked in the background. I kid you not. There was like a bunch of switch boxes in the background <laughs> on the shelf and I was watching it with I was watching it with my friends and I was like guys at least we know that in 2050 the Nintendo Switch is still there <laughs> so we don't have to worry about it maybe in 2050 is when we finally get the Switch Pro It's like they're like it's like oh it's still the normal Switch no no Switch Pro in 2050 No Switch Pro I'm the- we're theorizing 2052 though, so I don't know. The Switch Pro, the Switch Pro is actually a Nexus event. Like if we ever get the Switch Pro, it just branches off our timeline. We're never supposed to have it. This needs to be a TikTok where it's like me playing, me uh, buying a Switch Pro. It's like the TVA shows up. <laughs> That's eh. th- I need to I need to make that. Um, so the next thing I wrote down, I'm just going off a list. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I wrote down like five notes and I have a list. I'm just going down thoughts on the concept of variance. Okay. 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 But, but hear me out. If Mobius is a variant, are you telling me that in the multiverse, lightning McQueen could be a variant? Of I'm Mobius? just saying thus connecting the cars universe to the MCU. 
I'm just saying. But Disney really shot themselves in the foot by opening the multiverse because we're just going to say, what if the sweet life of Zack and Cody is connected to the multiverse? Because like Benedict Cumberbatch is in like a background scene or something. And then they're like, oh my gosh, exactly. that's a Doctor Strange variant. So uh, that's kind of funny to me. Also, interesting. See, now that could also be played up for a meme, that's which true. I think would be great. I think that'd be awesome. Uh. We need, all right, everyone start this right now. Um, Something interesting. You know that uh, Disney XD show Mighty Med? Oh, I think I know where you're going with this. So Mighty Med was originally a Marvel show. It was based on a Marvel comic. But for whatever reason, they cut ties with Marvel and just made the show as a Disney XD. Well, if let's let's imagine for a second that it's Marvel. So Mighty Med had a crossover with Jesse. Jesse had a crossover with The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, which had a crossover with That's So Raven and Hannah Montana and Wizards of Waverly Place. I'm just saying, multiverse confirmed? The Disney Channel? That's literally the definition of the Disney Channel cinematic universe. I'm just saying, the DCU... Wait... Yeah, the DCC. No, 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 no. The Disney Channel Expanded Universe. The DC. The DCEU. It's the better DCEU. <laughs> the Disney Channel Expanded Universe, the DCEU, is real. And I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Maybe it's canon. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But the variants are really interesting. Like, the, the idea of, like, there's alternate realities, but the same people are there, but they're different, is, like, just, like, it'll keep me up at night. Like, that's so cool. And I really like, like, they took total, like, a super intense sci-fi, sci-fi route on this, which I really like. So, good Marvel. Good job. Yeah, I think variants are cool. There's definitely, they're definitely doing something with that in the future. Oh, yeah. Like, that is definitely going to be how they bring back Wanda's kids or... Oh, of course. You know... Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield in the Spider-Man mm-hmm. movie. Like that is totally why they opened oh this up. Oh my gosh. And Fingers I've seen crossed. a lot of theorizing on Twitter that the Loki finale where like all of the timelines start to split yeah. off and stuff, which by the way, we're going to have to talk mm-hmm. about the finale because I, I have thoughts. Um, but when they, when it all branches off, um, because we didn't know the multiverse like existed technically, mm-hmm. like it hadn't been confirmed. That's why they couldn't show us a trailer for Spider-Man. Yep. Because it that's... would confirm the existence of the multiverse and branching and would off. spoil the end which... of Loki. Exactly. Uh, as time of recording, Friday, July 16th, Spider-Man No Way Home was originally scheduled to release today. Isn't that sad? Yeah, well, we got Skyward Sword HD instead. <laughs> You know, a completely different form so, of media, but okay. Um, I think it's fine. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the this is, the changes Marvel forever. Like, the essentially, Phase 4 is set up, and they can do whatever the heck they want, which I think is crazy. And that it is an interesting thought to bring back Wanda's family through the multiverse. And also, I didn't you think... You could also bring back a Vision variant? You bring back Vision? Well, actually, no, well, we have White Vision. So, we don't really need to do that. (laughs) Out of context, white vision sounds awful. (laughs) Um, It's fine. uh, I I don't know. I think she's going to be in the multiverse of madness with Doctor Strange. And so, 
maybe Doctor Strange will be trying to stop her from bringing like these people back out of different different verses. Like that'd be crazy. Like she's like using the multiverse to bring people back that she wants, and he's like, "Whoa, you gotta stop that." I think that'd be insane. I also want to think. I also wanted to say that like I used to think that the What If series wasn't gonna be canon. But apparently, like, it's just essentially, like, multiverse. And there's just, like, a billion screwed up timelines. And all these what-if episodes are going to be from different timelines, which I really like. Have Wanda and Doctor Strange ever had an interaction? I don't think so. I don't think... Wait, hmm... No, he wasn't in Civil War. Because the only time they would have been in the same movie together would have been Infinity War and Endgame. And they didn't interact. And in Infinity War, Doctor Strange was with Iron Man and the crew. And then in Endgame, he was only in the end. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, they may have met at, like, Tony's funeral. But, like, it's not shown. So, I guess not. Not not that we've seen. Follow-up question. Follow-up question. Speaking of the TVA, I don't know if you noticed, but in the last episode of Loki, in episode six, they started off by playing that song that played at the end of Endgame, which led me to believe, are we going to see, like, the TVA come in and prune Cap with Peggy? Because would that not cause a Nexus event? Because Cap was always destined to go in the ice and then come back out 70 years later. Oh, my gosh. This is kind of a plot hole, and I'm a little confused. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe. Actually, you know what? No, hold on. This is where Hold time on. travel gets confusing. This is why time travel because is a bad idea. If you look, if you look at the sacred timeline, the way, like, basically, the sacred timeline is how the Marvel movies play out. That is the sacred timeline. Yes. So, at the end of Endgame, when Cap goes back and stays back, that was in his sacred timeline to do that, which is why it didn't cause a Nexus event oh. because that was supposed to happen. Even though, even though, it should cause a nexus event that would cause a branch because now there's a branch of the timeline Wait, where okay, so Steve and Peggy get married, have kids and all of that. So under which would be different than the sacred timeline. This theory you're saying it can be part of the sacred timeline to have other timelines. I don't think that makes sense. No, it doesn't. That's why I'm confused. So I think Because I thought it made oh sense. Oh my gosh. My brain <laughs> Big my brain. brain is expanding. Can we write a book that's like uh, Christianity and the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Because it's just like the way you could explain like an omnipotent being to like the TVA was like it actually like kind of connects. Like I don't I don't know about you, but like the whole like predestination conversation could be like kind of kind of talked to through Loki. I don't know. That's just like no. The, the it's youth totally true. That's just the youth pastor. It's totally in me. true. <laughs> but I don't know the whole idea of like it. Well, that was kind of the concept of Loki, where he was like, the sacred timeline is set up. He's like, they're deciding what's happening. He's like, do I have free will? So like, it's really interesting. Which is a question I know Christians ask all the time. Of like, do we really mm-hmm. have free will if like God knows how our lives are gonna play out? Do we have free will? And it's like, well, yes. Yeah, I um, could. I could take this Rubik's cube, drop it on a desk. I made the decision to drop that on the desk. 
But did like, God? But didn't God know you were going to make the decision knew. to drop the? You Rubik's see, this is the problem. This is the problem. This is the loop. I'm not here to talk about that today. It's a it's a necessary. Loki is secretly. Literally, literally, when um, is it is it Kang the Conqueror? Yeah, is that like yeah, yeah. confirmed canon as to who that was? Yes, because I didn't hear him mention the name Kang he, unless I he said it. he was like I have a lot of names. He's like ruler, uh, something else, and he's like conqueror. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> he's he's Kang. When he when he was like, I control everything. I was like, Jesus, Jesus, is that you? Is that you? Sitting no, there controlling the timeline. Also. Something I want to mention, and there is no way, there is absolutely no way that this was unintentional. If you look at the background of his house or the little place he's in, there's one big circle window. And then to each side of the circle is two more circles that look exactly like a Mickey Mouse head. It's a hidden Mickey in Loki. You cannot oh tell me gosh. that that is not symbolism for Mickey Mouse controlling and knowing everything in the MCU. Wait, what? That's, everything. That's like, not the direction. Overall. That's not the direction I thought this was going. I thought you'd be like, I'm a Disney no. fan. It's a hidden Mickey. It's like, this is a symbol for Disney controlling our corporate world. It's like, oh. No, I oh, totally okay. think that was intentional. Wow. And that's my okay. own personal headcanon, whether or not it's true is a different story uh whether or not it's true is a different story uh do i believe it frick yeah so you know that was in the finale you seem to have you seem to be eager to talk about the finale i'm a little scared so i don't want to break anyone's hearts but i was a little underwhelmed by the finale do tell like i'm not gonna say anything you you have an uninterrupted time unless i feel like saying something Okay, so... So I feel like talk... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I felt like it was leading somewhere more impactful. And, you know, it was really impactful because Sylvie did end up killing Kang and now, mm-hmm. like, all of his multiverse people are going to come and the timeline's branching. That is very impactful. It is. But it's not impactful in the sense of which I thought it was going to. Like, I thought it was going to be impactful of, like, oh... Loki and Sylvie are really going to have some actual, like, death flags or death stakes or, like, somebody's going to get hurt or something. Mm -hmm. And Loki, I kept joking when I was watching the episode. I was like, if Kevin Feige is the guy sitting at the end of all this, it would be freaking legendary. It's just Deadpool Uh, at the end. And you're like, oh, my gosh, Deadpool. So, I don't know. It felt a little underwhelming. Partly, and... Part of that is because they're setting up for a season two. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the grand finale that we're used to with these shows. Right. Because as far as we know, none of these other shows have gotten a season two. So mm-hmm. we've never had to sit on this kind of cliffhanger. Everything type wrapped thing. up. This one did not. Exactly. So to have a show where you have that interesting cliffhanger mm-hmm. and the way it was set up. I also like I didn't. I didn't. Kang was not what I was expecting. No, me neither. And it's almost in a bad way. Like, I was expecting someone different. Someone who's going to be sitting, like, kind of like a Thanos. Yeah. Who's going to be sitting on his throne as, like, ah, yes, I Mm -hmm. do all of these evil things to be evil because there's only one timeline and that's what I dictate. And it wasn't. I couldn't figure out if we were supposed to fear Kang or not. Like, I was like, he's just kind of a normal dude. And he's actually kind of funny. I was like, am I, like, did they write this with me? Do I, am I supposed to be scared of him? 
Because, like, he's powerful, but, like, he's not that scary. So I don't know. I was waiting for the twist where he, like, very quickly and instantaneously, like, killed one of them. Yeah, me too. Like, <laughs> you know how Which they I'd portray okay villains with. to be like, oh, I'm okay. Let's have some tea, some coffee, and then slice. Oh, you're dead. Yep. Oh, no. Oh, no. You died. So Rest in, in that sense, it was just a little interesting and slightly underwhelming. I think it's fine now. Like, as I, you know, let time go on a mm-hmm. little more and we get to season two, I think it'll be fine. Um, something I do want to ask you about, though. Um, and this is going to transition into, like, because you have Sylvie on here. Um, mm-hmm. How do you feel about Loki and Sylvie being a thing? I don't like to think about it too hard because as characters, I think they work well together and I think Loki deserves a little happiness. But if I think about it too hard, I'm like, they're the same person. And like, I know it can't work because they're from different timelines. And so it's almost a little predictable of like, I know they're not going to be able to end together. Because they're from different timelines. Now, that's what the... But, but... That's, but, 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 that's but. what King tried to, like, bargain with them. He's like, I can give you a timeline where you can be together if you just leave. And even they said that that wasn't true. So, like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. Well, no. Because fundamentally, the idea of them existing in another timeline doesn't work. Because that would be another timeline separate from mm-hmm. the sacred timeline. Which would then end up getting pruned anyway. So, but, but without what the I want to raise you them. is, you know, you say that they can't be together because they're from different timelines. Is that necessarily true? With the multiverse mm. branching off like this, who's to say we don't get to the end of Loki and, you know, they go off in a different yeah. branch of the timeline and just exist there they pull uh they pull a weathering with you and say screw everyone else our two characters love each other so everyone can just live in this wasteland or so. you know they stay and like maybe loki catches back up to sylvina's like hey maybe we should stay here now and like yeah. watch the timeline i don't know like honestly i don't want to i don't want to say that loki is predictable but my prediction for season two and kind of like how the show is going to end is Loki gets back there and he's like hey Sylvie listen I know you just killed Kang we got all these multiverse people coming out but what if we sit here and we watch the timeline like he wanted us to but we don't stop the branches like we just Hmm. let it exist we let them have the free will that we want them to have but we also assume this role of sitting here and you know being yeah. together and doing what we've set up to do. Loki, I think that's where the show is ending. Loki. Loki. Um, <laughs> yeah. For me, I think Sylvie and Loki works because they did a lot to make her feel like a different character. That's true. It's only true. when you it's only when you think about, oh, she's a Loki variant that you remember she yeah. is one <clears throat> because she's got different hairstyle, different genders, slightly different personality, yeah. like all of these things and even a different name. Like they don't call her Loki. They call her Sylvie. That's so, what, that's what I that's what I mean when I say I think it works if you don't think about it too hard cuz then it gets weird. Now, my my general thoughts on the finale are I see, I 
I think it was more more epic than you're giving it credit for. I like I was kind of on the edge of my seat, especially like with the scenes back at the TVA and like the way that there was like some real intense tension between them and King. But I was also like there was a point where I just stopped and I was like, I'm for the like for the first time in like maybe since episode one of this show, I'm bored. Like they they had so they had a solid like 15 minutes of dialogue. And I was like, eh. like I know it had to be explained, but I was bored. And so I didn't like that. But also like when it ended and like Loki, oh my gosh, I just smacked my microphone. When it ended and Loki like got back and like Mobius was like, "Who are who are you?" and I was I like it ended. I literally sat there through the whole credits with my mouth hung open. Like I was like I was on the edge of my seat. So I could have I think it could have been better, but I don't think we will fully understand it or appreciate it until the next season is out. So I'm kind of I'm kind of hanging on being like, okay, it was a little boring, but I think like it like I think it'll make more sense later. So that's my yeah. think. That's what I think. I am in I am inclined to agree with you. I mm-hmm. think the tension was there, but only in the latter half of the episode when Loki and Sylvie started fighting again. Oh, From absolutely. that point on to the end, that's when it picked up the tension for me because i agree i was also a little bored by the dialogue mm-hmm. because it was just dialogue after dialogue and i'm like and oh it my god even, we it was just like he was just explaining and so i felt like i was being right explained it was exposition it was that's all it was yeah i was being explained the multiverse and i was like okay well this is it was very obvious that it was just to explain i was like i don't like this but other yeah, than that the episode was fine honestly well I know you already talked about Loki and Sylvie, but like that kiss, man, made oof, me so freaking oof. happy. He deserved it. I was he so deserved like, ah, like I feel like made he, me so he happy because like happiness. <laughs> from day one of Loki and Sylvie being on screen, I was like, yes, I ship it. I ship Loki and Sylvie. Like, I will, I will die on this hill. I don't think. I feel like there's nobody really against it. Um, yeah. So, but no, that kiss made me so excited and, and so happy. She... And it was also followed by a really, or it was preceded, pre, pre, preceded, preceded, pre, preceded, <laughs> preceded by a really like the emotional buildup where like he drops his sword and she's got like hers to his neck yeah. and he's like just trying to calm her down and is like, listen, <sighs> I just so want you to be okay. And I was like, <sighs> dang. That hit, that the hit, pain, that hit. Oh. the pain. And then I she like, that. she like essentially betrays him. Like she like sends him away and then kills King. Like, that's crazy. Did you understand? Which is totally in her character. Did you understand the finale or did you have to like look it up? Nope. I, I didn't understand it at all. Okay. I mean, I know the timekeeper statues were switched out for ones of Kang. Okay. Um, but... Let me... I, I had to have it explained to me via TikTok. So, uh, when, because he, you know, she kills Kang, kicks Loki out of the, using the, the pad or whatever, and like throws him back to the TVA. Well, he gets thrown to the TVA after the branches start. 
So when he's in the TVA, he's not in the same TVA they were there before. He's in an alternate TVA where Kang is ruling it and Mobius has no idea who he is. So yeah, he's in an alternate universe when he's in the TVA second half. So that's why it's so... That's why I was so grabbed for the second season. Have we gotten any any news on the release date? Because I kind of need it like... Uh, now? <laughs> Unless they were already working on season two while season one was airing, I'm going to say it'll be June of next year. Mm. Because if you look at their other season twos, like Mando season one premiered in November, yeah. and then Mando season two premiered at, what, the end of October? Yeah. Or like mid-October? And then the Book so of Boba Fett it, is December. Yeah. And I know, like, just as a film person... And, you know, like, film and TV, mm-hmm. it does take about a year for yeah. production. To go, like, from pre-production to post-production to finished, it's about yeah. a year. So, that's this is kind of a downside of the Disney Plus streaming era, was all these shows on the same platform, they can't fight each other. So, like, when we say, oh, when we want Loki Season 2, we have to wait till all the Star Wars stuff is done. So, that's kind of frustrating, but... Exactly. Honestly, it's not that bad. It's fine. <laughs> Also, something I want to point out, it's not about Loki, but just, did you notice how Disney Plus is starting to drop, like, full seasons at once? Like, the Star Wars Visions show is dropping all at once, and then there's, like, a behind-the-scenes of Disney Parks attractions Mm -hmm. that's dropping all at once. I don't know if the Marvel What If is dropping all at once. I don't Um, think so. I kind of... Well, okay, so these, the story-oriented shows like Loki, Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision can't be all at once visions i feel like because isn't is visions a consistent story i don't think so i think every <clears throat> every episode i think different. every different anime studio got a different like story that's what i thought so it looks like they're dropping the ones that can be like that are different every episode like all at once but I'm not sure. I personally re- prefer the weekly release. Yeah. Because the cultural it, it, significance. I think it's fine either way. It has so much more cultural significance if it's weekly because everyone gets to gather their thoughts together in that period of time. I also feel like those two shows that are doing the all at once drop, I don't feel like they could sustain a weekly release no i don't think as excited as i am for visions i don't think it's one of those it's like people are gonna tune in every single week yeah to see this star wars anime show because anime in and of itself especially on disney plus Mm -hmm. is a very niche thing yeah especially because they're different every week like i don't know if it could like really like retain the audience the way that loki and wandavision have yeah. Um, so so. Uh, I asked on our Instagram story yesterday, what did you think of Loki? There's two responses I'd like to, re- to read. Uh, first response is from List Off Podcast, where they said, Loved it. I believe they made this, I believe they made Kang seem a little bit goofy so that his evil variants would be more terrifying. That's an interesting thought that I okay, never. Okay. I agree, and I can get behind that. I can get. Maybe season two, like the, the Kang ruler of the TVA that Loki's in now, will be like a little scarier. Um, 
like that like what i was expecting yeah me a little more what you're expecting so like don't don't count don't count loki out yet i think it'll get different because well i guess that i guess that makes sense because even kang was like my multiverse counterparts will not be as kind as i am yeah or something like that yeah something along those lines so maybe like this is just the perfect setup and we just don't understand yet that's kind of what i'm hoping for I didn't really think about that. Thank you, List Off Podcast, for responding. Second is Zoe Tropeot says, I liked it better than WandaVision, and that says a lot coming from me. That was essentially my mood. Uh, yeah. No, okay, the, essentially. Mean, honestly, though? Essentially. Like, I, I like WandaVision better. It's my favorite show of all time. It's Loki is kind of better. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a whole compilation of the center center framing shots because like I really need to like push like really push for the point i'm trying to make maybe i'll post that on the instagram need to push for the agenda of center 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 framing center frame shots i read somewhere uh a very influential book on me on filmmaking called how to shoot video that doesn't suck uh they were like yeah never it was talking about the rule of thirds and it was like yeah never do things in like directly in the center because it's just boring and this show like really just like blew blew that out of the water for me because I always was like, oh, rule of thirds, never do center, it's boring. This show almost like re made my brain rethink the way that center framing worked. And that's like a really more of like a creative thing of like, you know, if you're a creative, you understand, but like, you know, I over I overanalyze these shows like nobody's business as a creative, so I hope I'm not the only one. <laughs> Yeah, it's fun. That's why we have a whole podcast is to overanalyze shows. Everyone like, grab your fishing rods because reeling it in. So. So, with that being said, uh, I do want to say we have a question of the week if you'd like to engage. Uh, so, our question of the week this week is um, what Marvel projects are you looking forward to? If you would like to answer, there should be a question box on Spotify <laughs> in the description. You can go there. If it's not there, you can head over to our website and go to the contact us page and drop it there. And with that being said, uh, thank you for listening today. If you want to stay up to date with the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at the nerdiest podcast or tweet us at nerdiest podcast. And as I said before, if you have a feedback or a question you want to submit, you can do so through the contact us page on our website. And if you enjoy what we do here, consider giving us a five-star review on Apple podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen. You can also share the podcast with your friends as word of mouth is the best way for us to grow. Again, thank you for listening. And we hope to see you in the next episode. For all time, always. Bye.